Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Stephen Nill, CEO of CharityChannel.com. So, you want your charity to succeed. You came to the right place. Integration of online and offline techniques is the key to your successful fundraising and practical advice on going green is what you need. With this show, The Nonprofit Coach with Ted Hart, you will learn from experts around the world who provide advice you can use. Our host is Ted Hart, one of the foremost nonprofit thought leaders. This year, he is celebrating 25 years in the nonprofit sector and the 10-year anniversary of his firm, tedhart.com. His books range from successful online fundraising to the use of social media and how to make your nonprofit green. His guests are leaders in their field who will share tips and trade secrets for nonprofit management, green strategy, and fundraising success. Ted lectures around the world, but now he's here for you. From the latest in charity news, technology, fundraising, and social networking, here's Ted. And good afternoon, everyone. This is Ted Hart, and you are live here with the Nonprofit Coach coming to you live from the nation's capital here in the United States. And today is a very big show because it is our first anniversary. I can hardly believe that this is our first anniversary of this show. We have so many excellent podcasts that are available for you at tedhartradio.com on so many different topics that we've already covered on this show, and we've got uh, months and months already planned ahead for you to see uh, and listen to the wonderful experts that we bring to you here every single week on the Nonprofit Coach. As always, today you'll have an opportunity to call in and ask questions of our page two experts, and we do have a number of experts who are going to be joining us today on the anniversary show, and they will be available at 347-324-3080, and our primary topic today is going to be online fundraising and the use of digital media by nonprofit organizations. We'll be joined by experts who will be working with me at Digital Leap 2011 up in Toronto that takes place on April 12th. More about that in just a few moments, uh, but don't forget you also can join us over in the chat room if you would like, and I see folks uh, starting to uh, join us in the chat room. Uh, if you are shy, you can also email me at tedhart at tedhart.com. But as always, here on the Nonprofit Coach, we start the show off with page one news. <laughs> start off with uh, another celebration today. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary of the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show, but today also marks the 100th anniversary of the International Women's Day. And over at Google.com, you'll find a special logo on its homepage, as well as an opportunity to join people around the world, as well as those of us here at the Nonprofit Coach, who wish to spend today honoring women's achievements throughout history. So don't miss that over over at google.com. Next up here on page one, you'll find our radio links at tedhartradio.com. And first up, you will find from Inc. Magazine, How to Avoid a Social Media Lawsuit. Now, of course, we can't give you legal advice here on the Nonprofit Coach, and neither can Inc. Magazine. But what they are pointing out to you is how to avoid a social media lawsuit by developing a clear employee social media policy, giving you access to information and experts such as Meyer Brown, who wrote The Social Media Revolution, a legal handbook. Uh, so this is very important information about copyrights and trademarks, 
uh, information that are, is important for charities and nonprofits around the world. What about privacy? What about FTC advertising and full disclosure? Illegal development of content online? So all of these topics are very important as we're all moving into uh, the digital age, and it's my pleasure to bring it to you here on the Nonprofit Coach in Page One News. Next up here on the page one news, and you'll find this over in the radio links at tedhartradio.com, uh, is a very interesting story and probably a lot of backstory to this. Uh, but Muhammad Yunus, uh, who many of you may recognize as a Nobel Peace Prize winner in 2006 and the founder of Grameen Bank, uh, in, is uh, a microcredit institution uh, in Bangladesh, uh, has been removed uh, from the, uh, the bank, uh, has been ordered uh, to be fired by the Bangladesh uh, uh, government, and so he is no longer involved with uh, the oversight of the uh, micro-lending bank, Grameen Bank. Uh, so uh, important news there for those who have benefited from those services. Next up here on the radio links here on the Nonprofit Coach, you will have the opportunity to download a copy of the State of Corporate Social Media 2011 Briefing. Uh, this is sponsored by Hootsuite, and you, uh, those of you who are longtime listeners of the Nonprofit Coach know that we are huge uh, users of Hootsuite.com as a way to organize your Twitter feeds and your Twitter utilization. So we urge you to use that service, and they are today sponsoring uh, the download of this briefing. And in this briefing, there are over 30 charts laying out how business is organizing social media expertise, how many resources are assigned to it, and how their use of social media is evolving over time. There's 20 plus pages of insight and analysis uh, detailing what these results mean and how they impact the overall role of the social media practitioner. Of course, we always look to the corporate sector as a way for us to learn here in the nonprofit sector on how we can utilize all of the best services. The special focus of this briefing uh, differs in approaches to corporate social media between Europe and the USA. We do have listeners of the nonprofit coach around the world, uh, so we do want to point out that this is worth downloading wherever you may be uh, in the world. You'll find that over at the radio links at tedhartradio.com. Uh, next up here on the, uh, the Nonprofit Coach is uh, a, a pure pleasure that I have every second week of the month, uh, and that is because the third week of the month, uh, the Nonprofit Coach becomes the AFP Wiley radio show. Uh, and next week, we will have uh, one of the very special authors as part of the AFP uh, Wiley radio show, and today we have Susan McDermott joining us from uh, Wiley, uh, John Wiley and Sons, uh, who are the publishers of these books, to tell us who will be our special guest next week on the AFP Wiley show. Susan, thank you for joining us. Oh, no problem, Ted. It's my pleasure, as always. Um, so always great to have you here. Now, who do you have lined up for us as our special guest next week? Well, next week's guest is going to be the author of, uh, of a great book called Fundraising Analytics, Using Data to Guide Strategy. And the author of that book is, is uh, Joshua M. Burkholz, who is a principal at Ben's Whaley Flessner, a leading fundraising consulting firm um, and director of their analytics division. Uh, he has He's built data mining solutions for leading universities, medical centers, and cultural nonprofits throughout the U.S. and uh, and really makes this what could be sort of a technical topic very understandable to uh to readers and i think they're going to um they're going to enjoy hearing how um how he can sort of humanize uh descriptive analytics and provide um real world applications of modeling to fundraising challenges um so i think that i think your listeners are going to really they're in for a real treat on uh particularly particularly nonprofits that have um you know, larger nonprofits that have a lot of data that needs to be analyzed in order to do their job better well, I, uh, of course, have a copy of uh, Joshua's book, and it's an excellent book, and I know that it's it's done extremely well, as right it should. And the word that, that you just used that I think um, really comes to mind for me 
is the humanizing of this sort of data. I'm looking forward to the opportunity to interview and to have a discussion next week uh, with Joshua Burkholtz, uh, who will be our special guest. And Susan, thank you again for bringing to us a, a series throughout the year of the very best of authors and the very best of thinkers in the nonprofit sector as part of the AFP Wiley Radio Show Partnership here on The Nonprofit Coach. Susan McDermott, thank you for joining us here and giving us this good news of an excellent author next week. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Ted, for the opportunity. And uh, I think your, your listeners, as I said, are going to really enjoy hearing more about this great topic. And, of course, Susan, one of the uh, added benefits just to, uh, to give people a heads up uh, for listening next week is that through the generosity of uh, Wiley, uh, you will be giving away a copy of uh, Joshua's book, uh, to one lucky caller uh, next week. So we want to urge people to mark it on their calendar, 12 noon Eastern next Tuesday for the AFP Radio, Wiley Radio Show here on the Nonprofit Coach and the opportunity to win a copy of Joshua's book. Excellent. Yep, absolutely. We're happy to do so. All right. Take care, Susan. You too, Ted. Take care. Bye-bye. By now, back here on uh, page one, I've got some really, really good news uh, for uh, charitable organizations, particularly those uh, who are able to tap the resources of college students. And that is, I want to uh, p uh, point out to you the online marketing challenge hosted by Google. And as part of the online marketing challenge, they have a specific NGO, non-governmental organization, nonprofits and charities, Impact Award. And the way that this will work is that students um, uh, will be in teams, will have the opportunity to win a donation made in the name of their nonprofit partner. So these are teams of students that will be partnering with uh, an NGO in their community instead of a business, specifically looking at uh, Google AdWords accounts and how they can build upon this challenge. So this Impact Award has the opportunity for your charity uh, to win you $15,000 as the first prize, second prize $10,000, and the third prize is $5,000. All the details are available to you over at the radio links at tedhartradio.com. Follow the links and you'll be able to get all the information about the challenge, specifically the NGO Impact Award is what you're looking for uh, for your team. Uh, and this will be running over the next several months. Winners will be announced in late July. So make sure that you get your team in place, that you're starting to work because the uh, professor registration, uh, the person who will be registering the team, ends uh, has, has been extended but does end on April 21st. Uh, so you still have time to put together a team, uh, and we do encourage uh, all of our nonprofit partners here to uh, work with students at a local university uh, to meet this challenge. And next up here on the Nonprofit uh, Coach is a very interesting uh, new study that just came out, just actually released, uh, and this comes to us from the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth Center for Marketing Research. And what they have specifically looked at is social media usage among top U.S. charities. Uh, and what, uh, the, the headline of their study is that they now find usage uh, to be ubiquitous and is actually ahead of all other sectors. Let me share with you uh, some interesting statistics from this study, and then I'll lead you back to the nonprofit uh, coach uh, radio uh, links at tedhartradio.com. Uh, and what they have found in, uh, in this study, which I, I find very, very interesting uh, for, for all of us here that, that are looking at the utilization of social networks uh, by uh, nonprofit organizations, is that uh, they looked at uh, charity executives across a wide spectrum. And what they found in this study is that 97% of these charities were using Facebook. 96% were using Twitter, 92% were using YouTube, and 64% were blogging. And are now, and these are the, now the most common tools that are being used. 64% of responding charities are blogging, uh, making this group the most prolific bloggers of all the sectors that they studied at the University of Massachusetts. YouTube was not included in the study before 2010, uh, made its debut at 92%. Now that's very, very good. As you know, here on the Nonprofit Coach, we really urge 
charitable organizations to go to youtube.com forward slash nonprofits to apply for their own channel on YouTube and to be utilizing the technology of YouTube. Now, one of the other services that we really strongly support, and uh, just to keep everybody uh, uh, honest here on the show, it is our third top uh, of our top five recommendations of use of the Internet uh, is the use of LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn has jumped from 36% to 58% in one year. So it is growing dramatically in the nonprofit sector. And I guess here at the Nonprofit Coach, we'll take a little bit of credit for that because we've been pushing that. Now, not surprisingly, the use of MySpace uh, has very wisely uh, declined uh, from 30% to 22%. But the, the real issue here is that LinkedIn still lags, and LinkedIn is, in my estimation right now, for raising money for specifically reaching out to foundation, corporate executives, and high net worth individuals is more important today uh, in the fundraising apparatus and tool set of charitable organizations than is Facebook uh, or even Twitter. Uh, and yet it is lagging behind at 58%. So we need to work on that as a sector. Very important strategy is to have a smart uh, LinkedIn strategy. If you remember last week, uh, we uh, spoke about that much more at length, and we will uh, as the uh, weeks and months go on, uh, as we continue to be in consultation with LinkedIn, uh, as they are building and uh, looking to enhance their involvement and support of the nonprofit sector. Now, stay tuned for uh, page two today on the Nonprofit Coach because uh, as uh, my partner with Digital Elite, Neil Galliford, joins us uh, here at the top of page two, uh, we do have a LinkedIn announcement to share with you uh, today regarding Digital Elite. Back up here on page one uh, for the Nonprofit Coach, uh, you will find an excellent article over at the Chronicle of Philanthropy. And this is, uh, as they say, skillfully capturing a charity's mission in pictures pays off in support. So uh, what they're making a case for, and I think this is an important one, of course there's just some wonderful photos as well, uh, is making the case of why pictures pay off, uh, both on your website and in the campaigns that we all run. Next up here is not surprising, we are heavy into budget battles uh, here in Washington, D.C., and this will affect uh, charities throughout the country and even around the world, as you'll hear in uh, my next story here on page one. But first, I just want to draw attention to uh, the fact that all nonprofit executives should stay diligent in the deficit uh, and budget discussions that are happening in Washington, D.C. The first round of the, uh, the Republican appropriations uh, all but killed AmeriCorps, uh, the Corporation uh, for Public Broadcasting, and several other organizations that do rely on and do provide uh, very broad-based uh, uh, support for charities uh, around the country. Uh, they also uh, had deep cuts in Head Start child care and development block grants and community service block grants. Uh, these are all things, of course, that uh, others in uh, Congress, particularly uh, Senate Democrats, were not pleased with, and so now the battle ensues. But it does take a democracy with lots of people and lots of voices to come to a consensus and to find those compromises that are necessary to make sure that we don't hurt those who are most vul vulnerable as we try to get our financial house uh, in order. Next up here on the Nonprofit Coach is the final story that I have here on page one, uh, and that is uh, one of the direct results of, of funding getting cut uh, is that a long-standing 50-year-old Washington group, uh, one of uh, a large international nonprofit, the Academy for Educational Development, is closing its doors. Uh, it has relied on support from the U.S. Agency uh, for uh, International Development, USAID, uh, for support, and they have received news that their contracts will be cut off. They are without money. Uh, there are some concerns about how they have managed their money, uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, this story is over for you uh, at the radio links at tedhartradio.com about a big international nonprofit planning to disband. So that's what I have for you here on the Nonprofit Coach page one. I am absolutely thrilled now to bring us on to page two. Over 
here on uh, page two. We're going to start off. We have a big show today. As I said, this is our big anniversary show, and what we've decided to do uh, today uh, for uh, our listeners is, first of all, to make sure that we've got some goodies to give away. Uh, so listen, and we will tell you how you can call in and uh, win some prizes uh, today, because it may be our anniversary, maybe our birthday, but we want you to be the winners. We've also decided, because we have a big partnership uh, with Stephen Thomas uh, up in Toronto uh, to host the second uh, Digital Leap Conference in Toronto. And I'm, uh, it's my pleasure uh, to bring on the leader of Stephen Thomas in Toronto, uh, and that is my good buddy, Neil Galliford. Neil, thank you for joining us today here on The Nonprofit Coach. Hello, Neil. Let's see. Got to get him in the right place here. Hey, Neil, this is Ted Hart. Yay. Hi. Hey, How are you us? doing? Oh, there you are. I just had to uh, click the right button over here on the switchboard. I was uh, just saying nice things about you and the wonderful work that we're doing up in uh, Toronto. Uh, so I'm going to uh, allow you to uh, introduce yourself and your firm uh, and talk a little bit about Digital Leap with me. Yeah, fantastic. Well, first of all, let me uh, wish you happy anniversary. Well, thank you very much. Uh, hard to believe it's been a year. Well, it's amazing. Hey, well, that's it's terrific. Uh, anyway, it's a, a great milestone. Yeah, well, it's a sunny day here in Toronto, even though it's still winter, and uh, uh, I'm here at uh, at my office, Stephen Thomas. Uh, we're a full-service fundraising agency in, in Toronto. Uh, we have clients in Canada, uh, we have some clients in the U.S., and we have a client in Australia, even. Um, so we are uh, busy uh, getting ready to do this conference uh, together with you, Ted. Thank you very much, and uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be April 12th. Um, April 12th in uh, in Toronto, and just to give our listeners a little bit of uh, uh, history, some uh, uh, partners of mine and some friends of yours uh, and I partnered in London to host the first two uh, Digital Leap conferences. Uh, those were hugely successful, uh, and then it was thought that uh, we really should do something like this in North America. Toronto was uh, the right place to do that. Last year, we hosted uh, the first Digital Leap Conference in Toronto, hugely successful. Uh, what we want to do is uh, spend today giving our listeners an opportunity not only to get into a, a peek into how they can join us in Toronto by going to digitalleap.org to get all of the details. They can uh, benefit from uh, uh, a big early bird discount that actually expires tomorrow, so we'll talk more about that. But, uh, Neil, we also have uh, sort of a sneak peek into uh, some of the authors and some of the topics uh, that, uh, or some of the uh, presenters and some of the topics that we'll be covering by inviting some of them here onto the show. So you and I are going to have an opportunity in just a few moments uh, to talk to, I believe we've got uh, two of our uh, illustrious uh, faculty of Digital Leap 2011 who are going to be joining us uh, today. But, uh, Neil, I wanted to uh, just ask you um, to uh, share with our listeners a little bit of, about why uh, Stephen Thomas got involved with Digital Leap, bringing it from London uh, to North America, and what you think its importance is to the charitable sector. Well, there's no question that, uh, you know, the importance of online fundraising is growing uh, year on year. I mean, the, the, depending on the studies you look at, I mean, it's uh, it's growing by as much as 8 or 10% a year in terms of revenue. And I think that uh, charities used to be able to be somewhat passive about this, and I just don't think they can be anymore. And, and as, uh, as an agency here in Toronto, we just felt that, you know, we really needed to give uh, the community here a chance to be exposed to thought leaders in digital fundraising uh, from from all over, um, and uh, so we we got it going with you, Ted, last year. And as you say, it was a, a big success. Uh, we got really good feedback. We had uh, a good uh, good turnout, and and people who were involved with not for profits here and uh, with with online fundraising or uh, or uh, or digital marketing uh really felt like it was a, a worthwhile day and so of course we decided to do it again this year and we have a another great uh, lineup of speakers. Yeah, we really do and I'm I'm very pleased that we're going to have an opportunity uh today to uh to pick the brains of a couple of the experts that we brought on to uh, onto the faculty uh, for uh, Digital Leap 2011. I know that registration is doing very well, uh, so we do want to encourage all of our listeners to make sure that they have a seat 
uh, at uh, one of the uh, excellent sessions that are being scheduled uh, in Toronto. Now, uh, Steve, uh, uh, Neil, I was wondering if you could uh, uh, talk uh, for uh, those who may be thinking of joining us in Toronto uh, about a special relationship that we have and one that I think you and I both agree is so pivotal to the atmosphere of what we try to create at Digital Leap, and that is the special partnership that we have with the Royal Conservatory. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, for people uh, who are, have ever been to Toronto, the, the, uh, the Royal Conservatory of Music is a beautiful venue, absolutely a tremendous venue, and we were very pleased to partner with them last year uh, uh, as hosts of the conference um, in uh, in what is one of the the most magnificent uh, halls uh, uh, in in the city, uh, the Kerner Kerner Hall there, um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's quite the place. Uh, Ted, I know uh, it was your first uh, visit there last year, and and I know you were impressed. So it it really makes for a, a great day because the uh, the uh, the venue itself is beautiful, and uh, big. Big thank you to uh, the Royal Conservatory of Music for for getting involved, and that was that was uh, uh, set up by their fundraising department. So it's uh, they're not acting just as the uh, as the building host, but also uh, they're actively involved in the conference. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what's really nice is that this uh, came about because the fundraising team there uh, saw the need for. Uh, growth in uh, the social media sector, digital media, and online fundraising. Uh, and they actually uh, reached out to me, and then I reached out to you, and uh, we, we began putting this partnership together. But uh, as, as, uh, as you uh, do as well, I lecture uh, all over. I lecture all over the world, and I can tell you uh, that the surroundings do matter to the, uh, the ability for those who are attending to feel comfortable, uh, but also to uh, put them in a learning mode uh, and the uh, the fine folks over at the Royal Conservatory uh, certainly do that, and I know that they host uh, charities throughout the year who are looking for uh, excellent uh, service and excellent venue. and And I, I have to tell you, of uh, all the places that I've had the pleasure of lecturing in uh, in Toronto, the Royal Conservatory certainly should be on everybody's list. Yes, it's an absolutely beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, venue, and it'll be the middle of uh, April, April 12th. So we're hoping for a beautiful spring day here in Toronto. Well, we're 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 going to come as close as we can to guarantee that because we want everybody to go <laughs> to digitalleap.org today and make sure that you register uh, to join us in uh, Toronto. What I thought we would do, Neil, is uh, go through the program as we have it uh, uh, scheduled at this point. Folks can uh, follow along at digitalleap.org. Uh, we're going to be opening up the day uh, with a, a very very exciting uh, announcement and opportunity here to share with our listeners, and that is that uh, Nicole. German, who is the head of marketing at LinkedIn Canada, is actually going to be heading up the day with the opening plenary. Uh, and she is uh, someone who is not only an expert in the utilization of LinkedIn, but really truly understands the nonprofit sector. She's going to be helping build those bridges uh, between the nonprofit sector and LinkedIn. Uh, and as uh, many of our listeners uh, know, uh, I have been saying for a very long time uh, that in the top uh, echelon of strategies that every charity should have in place uh, is uh, is a LinkedIn strategy, and uh, so I'm very very pleased that we're starting off the day with LinkedIn. Yes, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that session too, and I'm I agree with you, Ted, about the importance of LinkedIn and the growing importance of LinkedIn certainly uh, in the in the social networking sphere, and uh, I think that. Uh, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to hearing what Nicole has to say. I know uh, her intent is to make this a very practical session. Um talk about uh you know the top 10 ways that not-for-profits can use the the LinkedIn um service. Uh so um I think that'll get us off to a a great start. Yeah, no, I I really uh, agree and I I think you may have been listening in on uh, page 1 uh, today, and a study that just came out from the University of Massachusetts 
uh, shows how uh, LinkedIn is both growing but also lagging. Uh, so I think that uh, this is a very, very timely opening plenary for Digital Leap uh, for every attendee to walk away uh, with a quick review of the top 10 ways that nonprofits can use LinkedIn platform to meet their objectives. Uh, so I think that in and of itself is a reason to come uh, to Di Digital Leap. But, uh, Neil, we, we continue on uh, with uh, breaking into two tracks. Uh, track one, uh, I'm going to be actually uh, uh, leading a session on online fundraising success and social media networking uh, for uh, track one. But then uh, track two, uh, and I know that, uh, that you uh, know a little bit more about this I wanted you to share with our, our listeners today. Aaliyah McKee Scott is principal of Sea Change Strategies, and I was wondering if you would uh, just give a, a little bit of a background as to uh, why you felt she was important to attract to the faculty of Digital Leap this year. Well, I mean, uh, she's uh, she's been uh, heavily involved in digital fundraising for uh, a number of years, and uh, she's got some really interesting ideas about how to use uh, online um, uh, for specific purposes. And uh, we tend to think of the online space as as a, as a broad marketplace, um, and maybe uh, better suited for reaching out to lots of people to make small gifts. Uh, but uh, that's not her position. She believes that, in fact, uh, digital fundraising can be very effectively used to uh, to drum up some large uh, dollars and to communicate with uh, major donors, uh, wealthy donors, as well as uh, small donors. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, again, she she has such an important message. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I, I understand it's going to be difficult for folks to uh, choose between my session and uh, <laughs> uh, and Aaliyah McKee's, but uh, I, I can uh, assure everyone that uh, either one that you choose, you're going to get uh, a really terrific session uh, out of the first session before lunch at Digital Leap. Uh, coming back from uh, lunch, Neil, uh, I know that uh, on the website we're saying that uh, track one is coming soon. I know we're just holding back on that because we, we have recruited the faculty person there, um, but uh, what we wanted to do today is really uh, draw attention uh, to the, uh, the track two uh, folks um, who are going to be joining us here on the show uh, today, uh, and that's uh, Megan Warby uh, and Lucia Mancuso who are going to be joining us in just a, a few moments. Uh, but, uh, Neil, what I wanted to do before we do that is just take a little bit of a break, uh, remind all of our uh, callers, I see a number of people on the switchboard today, I do need you when you call in to press the number one that will raise your hand and let me know that you would like to ask a question. Uh, Neil, we're going to be giving away uh, a registration for Digital Leap uh, today, uh, and that's, uh, that, that is going to be available to uh, our first caller or question uh, today. Uh, so remember, you can ask questions over in the uh, chat room if you would like. Any of the folks who are over there, uh, you can call us at 347-324-3080. Make sure that you press number one, so I'll see you on the switchboard as someone who would like to ask a question once we get uh, Megan and Lucia here online. Neil, what I'm going to do is just take a little bit of a, a station break because I do want to introduce uh, an interesting new program to our listeners, uh, and that comes to us from Toyota USA. Toyota wants to salute do-gooders by giving 100 cars away over 100 days uh, to charitable organizations that can really use a new set of wheels. Uh, and voters on Facebook will be determining which charities will get those cars. So let's listen to a little bit of, uh, of an announcement uh, from Toyota so that you can understand how your charitable organization might get in the running for a new set of wheels. There are about 220 million cars and trucks in America, most of which are used for regular things like commuting, joyriding, bridge crossing, traffic waiting, and radio rocking. But a car can do more than carry a trunk full of junk. It can deliver hundreds of meals to hungry families. It can haul lumber to build homes for the homeless. It can deliver down-on-their-luck pets to new and caring homes. It can transport kids or people in need. It can distribute produce or water. These are the cars that really matter to their community. We call them Cars for Good. Toyota is saluting do-gooders by giving 100 cars over 100 days to organizations that could really use a new set of wheels. 
Do you have an organization that could use a Toyota to accomplish great things? Can your nonprofit use a new car to its maximum potential for good? Or do you know one that can? Visit Facebook.com slash Toyota to apply and learn more. The right cars in the right hands can do a whole lot of good. 100 Cars for Good. This is a terrific program, and you can find that link over at tedhartradio.com. Just click on the radio links, and you'll be able to find out how your organization can apply uh, to be considered uh, by Toyota for 100 cars uh, for good. Uh, so, Neil, back here on uh, page two, uh, just reminding everyone that they can call in at 347-324-3080. I do want to bring uh, one of... Uh, our uh, experts here onto the show, and they will be participating in Digital Leap on Track 2 uh, at 1 o'clock in Toronto on April 12th. Uh, and I, I'm sorry I did not get the advanced call-in numbers, uh, so I'm, uh, I'm just going to take a stab here and ask, uh, uh, do we have uh, Lucia or Megan uh, on the line with us today? Hello? Hello. Is this Lucia or is yes, this Megan? Yes, it is. Uh, this uh, is Megan? Lucia. How are you? I guess right. All right, Lucia first. Uh, Lucia, you're the president and lead strategist at the Blog Studio. Uh, you're and uh, you're an early uh, blogging pioneer. Uh, you're someone who has been in the forefront of a number of these initiatives, and we're so pleased that Neil Galford is here uh, on the, uh, the Hi, line Lucia. with us as well. We're hoping that you might uh, just give us a sneak peek into who is. Lucia Mancuso, and uh, why are you joining the faculty of Digital Leap this year? Um, Well, we work with clients in the private and public sector, but um, lately I've been finding that we're using, we're working with a lot for a lot of non-for-profits. So I do speak a lot with Megan Warby, which I'm not sure if she's going to be on the line or not. Um, But we speak together. Oh, she will be. Okay, great. Um, We speak together and. She's worked with a lot of non-for-profits as well, and I think together with my technical knowledge um, and her knowledge, we make a really great team at uh, covering covering um, social media and strategy for the not-for-profit sector. Well, I know that we are thrilled, uh, those of us who are organizing Digital Leap 2011, that you have chosen to join our faculty, and I know you've got an awful lot to offer. Now, let's see if I've uh, if I've got this right, and uh, uh, see if we have uh, Megan on the uh, the phone with us here. Uh, Megan, are you here on the nonprofit coach? One Hello? second, folks. Uh, Megan, are you here with us? I hope so. Hello. Uh, you are. You are live here on the nonprofit coach. <laughs> Uh, we're having a, a big party here for the first anniversary of our show. Uh, and joining us, uh, we have uh, Neil Galliford from uh, Stephen Thomas. Uh, we have uh, your good friend, Lucia Mancuso, already with us. And we're hoping that uh, you would uh, introduce yourself as well. Well, thank you so much, and uh, congratulations on the wonderful milestone on International Women's Day, no less. Um, That's right. I have been uh, working with nonprofits. Uh, for quite a while. Actually, it was my first uh, real gig out of a master's program. I worked uh, at the Austin Music Foundation in everyone's favorite uh, American city, Austin, Texas. Um, And then I moved into the private sector where I worked for about five years on uh, consultancy side, working with government relations clients and uh, moving into digital communications more and more each year. And now I am the uh, province of Ontario's community manager where I can Consult our uh, many ministries on their various social media programs and digital communications plans and measurement and monitoring and analysis and all that fun stuff. Well, Megan, I have to say, I'm, I, as an American, I'm, I'm enormously impressed uh, that the province of Ontario uh, has appointed you as the first community manager working within uh, the provincial uh, government uh, for uh, this uh, this area of expertise. Um, how did this come about, and, and uh, uh, how did we get so lucky as to add you to the faculty of Digital Leap this year? Uh, well, it was uh, like most great things in life, by chance and luck. Um, I was approached by our um, cabinet office after um, teaching some boot camp courses. So um, 
the government of Ontario, when it comes to um, adult education, and uh, is is very enthusiastic and, and always looking to encourage its staff to to learn more about social media and using it and integrating it into their everyday uh, comms work. Um, so I've been teaching a boot camp class with one of my former colleagues, David Jones, who is a fantastic resource and uh, authority on social media and online comms. And we had just kept that communication going with the uh, Cabinet Office, and I think that they they finally wanted to have somebody in-house who could act as a consultant to, uh, to all the ministries throughout the year. That's terrific. Well, um, let me uh, give uh, you and, and Lucia an opportunity to uh, chat uh, together and to share with our listeners uh, some of the things that you're hoping to accomplish in the very important uh, Track 2 session that you'll be uh, doing for us on April 12th at Digital Leap in Toronto. Sure. Um, <laughs> here we go. I, um, I, I guess Lucia can speak to um, the Blog Studios history and how she's watched blogging evolve. Um, so Lucia, do you, do you want to start with blogging as the anchor? Um, yeah, what we're what we're going to be discussing is using the blog as a foundation for the for uh, any uh, company's digital communication strategy. So we're we're going to be discussing how to use your blog in an effective way and to ensure that you um, you know support that with a variety of social media tools and, and using social networks, but really focusing on a strategy that allows um, you to create content that gets indexed and lives forever sort of on the web and that at times, um, you know, years down the line can, can bring you traffic and uh, you know, possible volunteers or donors um, due to content that you're creating today. Um, so that's one of the aspects we're going to be discussing. Um, I don't know, Mika, do you want to discuss your part? Sure, <laughs> sure. Um, also, Lucia's experience is very, very vast, but we've been lucky enough to work with a, a local nonprofit organization that has a national scope. They're called Wellspring. Um, they offer supportive care for cancer patients and their families. So um, we'll probably use Wellspring as a case study throughout the presentation and just keep going back to how um, Lucia's work with them on the strategy and development side and um, and how we develop uh, editorial calendars and content schedules and really capitalizing on the champions both within and without an organization. So the clients who benefited from a program, um, the volunteers, staff, experts, and so on and so forth. Um, and where I come in is um, more of my experience from um, outreach and mobilization. So uh, I have a strong and keen interest in campaigns and uh, working with organizations to to achieve results within a very specific time period. So I think blogging is a really important part of that. Um, it, it really does lay the foundation for your reputation online, and it can really be used to mobilize people around a, a, a shared goal. Well, I'm particularly um, uh, excited that the two of you are joining us for Digital Leap this year, and uh, dovetails very nicely. I, I, I don't know if you were both able to listen to uh, Page One News today here on, on this show, uh, but we did uh, share um, some insight from a University of Massachusetts study uh, that, uh, that shares that actually the nonprofit sector of all the sectors that, that, they, uh, that they reviewed is actually best at blogging, has the highest penetration of, of blogging is the nonprofit sector. So mm -hmm. your, your concept that blogging is the foundation of your digital communication strategy, your wealth of experience, I think the, uh, the audience really couldn't do any better than to come and listen to uh, Lucia and Megan. Definitely. Thank you for the plug. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, we to it. We've yeah, been very really careful about who we've chosen to be on this uh, on this faculty. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Neil, I think you had a you had a question for our guests. Well, I just wanted to say how great uh, how great uh, we feel about having the two of you, Megan and, and Lucia, on uh, on our digital panel uh, uh, program uh, coming up. Um, 
I know that uh, not-for-profits often get overwhelmed with uh, all the different options that they could be using in the in the not-for-profit in the in the uh, digital sphere, and they want to do this and they want to do that and they want to do this other thing and so on. And it's uh, it's uh, interesting. I think that uh, you've you've kind of focused on blogging as as an anchor. Um, you're generating content. You're projecting uh, the values and your and the mission of your organization in a in a in a semi-permanent way. And I think I think this will be really useful for people who really don't know, you know, what's the next step I should take. So fantastic. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, the, the wealth of uh, of experience that the two of you uh, two of you bring in, and from very different uh, perspectives as well, both. Focusing uh, in on the nonprofit sector, but bringing a wealth of experience from government and from uh, the corporate sector as well, uh, I think is uh, is really quite uh, quite broad. Mm-hmm. I don't think the bright shiny object syndrome is unique to the nonprofit sector. So, if anything, I think it's sort of reassuring often when we speak with nonprofit organizations that these challenges, you know, um, where you might be a communication staffer working in an NGO and all of a sudden your board tells you that we have to be on Twitter, we have to be tweeting, and, and that happens in every organization, public sector, private sector, um, and and I think that it's just about keeping a calm calm approach and a strategic approach and uh, having that long view about, okay, well, who are we and what do we stand for and how do we want to project ourselves online? Do you, uh, yeah, do you, are you going to be able to provide some... Uh, sorry, Ed, I was just I was going to ask Megan if you were going to provide some uh, advice about how to keep the blogs up to date uh, oh, so maybe. that there's uh, constant uh, new content because I think that's a big challenge that people have on the blogging side. Yeah, Lucia is an expert in that. Um, she ran a, I'm sure she can speak to this in greater detail, but a massive food and beverage campaign. And, and how many posts were you were you guys publishing? Oh, definitely more than a, more than a couple a day. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think the most important thing is um, to to be consistent. So if you're going to Oh, if you only have time to post once a week, you're posting once a week, and not to you know go into a phase where you know somebody your users see you posting like seven, eight times in one week, and then you disappear for another week. So there's that sort of consistency. But we work with clients on editorial oh. strategies and calendars, and so to help them sort of hone mm-hmm. in on their timelines and and uh, and their resources, and to see what they realistically can do. Because I think that's one of the big issues that happens. People get very overwhelmed, and they think they need to be blogging and on Facebook and on Twitter. And, you know, you want to take a step back and think about it strategically and, and you know, roll out everything in phases. Mm-hmm. Great. When you're comfortable. Great stuff. Terrific. Um, I, I think we do have... Uh, a uh, question here um, from, uh, I think, uh, well, it's, it's over in the chat room, and I'm just uh, corresponding with that uh, with that person to uh, see if they're uh, also calling in. Uh, do we have a, a caller here, area code? Uh, it's 416-464. Uh, is, uh, is, that, uh, is that you here live on the nonprofit coach? Yes. Oh, that's my, that's my phone number. <laughs> oh, that's that's yours. Okay, I'm trying to. Uh, so we do we do have a a caller here, area code seven eight one. You're here live on the nonprofit coach. You have a question for our guest. Hey Ted, it's Mark Sutton calling with Artez. Oh, hey Mark, how are you? So so uh, good to have you uh, uh, have you calling in. Uh, I'm just going to hold you on there just one second though because I, I do want to come back and talk about the great work that you're doing uh, at Digital Leap uh, as well. Uh, well, I, I'm not sure if this, uh, if this uh, uh, question is going to come through a, a phone or just through the chat room. I haven't been able to ascertain that, but uh, we do have our first question here, so I'm going to go ahead and ask it over in the chat room. The question is asked of our guests, uh, any tips on how to build your blog's following and extend your reach? Um, yes, I mean, so if if you are participating on social networks, that's a really great way to drive traffic to your blog and increase your following. So we I always try to think of the blog as a place where you're creating the content and the social networks where you're um, helping drive traffic back to your blog or your website. Um, so that's a good approach. Um, but it's also important to participate on the blogosphere, participate in and comment on um, other people's blogs and, and sort of look at it as in you're participating with your community, depending on what, what sector or um, uh, sort of 
I'm, trying, I'm stumped on the word here, but I mean, part, if you participate and you talk with other people that are blogging, um, and hopefully they'll it'll drive some traffic back to you, and um, that's usually effective as well. Other other suggestions well, on this question. topic? I'm uh, just asking if uh, uh, if that uh, answered the question or not. Uh, does uh, Does anybody else on the call today have anything else that they want to uh, to add to that suggestion? Okay, he says thanks. Uh, that is uh, uh, that that did answer the question. So uh, thank you very uh, very much well, for uh, for that, uh, Megan and uh, and Lucia. I want to thank you uh, both uh, for joining us today. I'm looking forward to uh, meeting you and uh, hearing. Uh, what you have to say at Digital Leap. It's uh, wonderful to have you join the faculty for Digital Leap this year. Oh, and it's an honor to have you in Toronto. Thank yeah, you it's for be, coming uh, all the great way to be here. back. It's one of my favorite cities. Uh, folks are always very, very kind to me, and uh, uh, it is nice that we're scheduled in, uh, in April, so we do have a, a shot at uh, a little bit warmer weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, hopefully, fingers crossed, because it's not warm today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, well, uh, next up uh, here, um, folks, ha hang tight if you if you want. We may get uh, other questions, um, but uh, I do want to uh, uh, introduce, uh, uh, say hello to uh, Mark Sutton, uh, who is the new president over at uh, Artez Interactive. And uh, Neil, I'm going to have you uh, set this up because uh, we have a, a special announcement for our listeners today about the role of Artez. Yes, I uh, is Mark there? Mark, are you there? Yeah. Hi, Neil. How are you? Yeah, nice to nice to hear your voice. Uh, I just wanted to uh, thank you uh, here in public for your uh, support of Digital Leap. You're going to be a sponsor this year, so we're really looking forward to your in involvement in this uh, conference. Uh, we really make an effort to keep the cost of the conference down for, uh, since it is focused on the not-for-profit sector, and uh, we couldn't do that if it weren't for the support of our uh, sponsors. And uh, it's great to have you aboard, Mark. Thank you very much. Well, 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 thank you, Neil, and thank you, Ted. It's 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 our pleasure um, to be able to uh, not only attend but also to serve as a sponsor for it. And uh, you know, I'm personally really looking forward to uh, coming on up and uh, not only participating, but I think uh, learning a lot. Actually, you know, just uh, the 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 faculty that you've got lined up this year, um, I was I'm, I'm very impressed by, and, and I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, you know really interesting and valuable material covered. So I, I'm I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, Digital Leap on, on several fronts. Mark, this is a, a particular uh, pleasure for me to have you uh, call in uh, on this particular day, not only because of your support of Digital Leap, and we are focusing on uh, the importance of that training conference uh, up in Toronto, but also because uh, you were my very first guest uh, here on the Nonprofit Coach Radio Show uh, back when we weren't sure if anybody would be listening and if there would be uh, <laughs> legs to this thing. Uh, and it uh, ended up being that you, you were quite a draw on that first show, and a year later the show has just continued to uh, to grow uh, tremendously. Uh -huh. So thank you for helping give us a, a good a good send off. Well, well, thank you. I, I I remember that day well, and I remember it fondly. And um, I just wanted to uh, you know, in addition to calling up and saying hi to you and Neil with regard to Digital Leap, um, just say congratulations and happy anniversary. Uh, you know, really, you know, I've been listening over the uh, over the the weeks and months for the past year, and uh, you know, you, you do a fabulous job every week um, in terms of bringing just you know some really fresh um, you know content and ideas and thought leadership. So. Um, you know, thank you for having me on uh, 12 months ago, and, and congrats uh, to you and the show for the, for the last 12 months. Well, thank you so much, and all of our guests, of course, have uh, have just been uh, uh, tremendous. The show uh, keeps uh, keeps growing in so many different directions, and I'm particularly pleased today to have the opportunity to uh, to visit with you and uh, uh, Lucia and Megan and, uh, and Neil Galliford as we uh, prepare. Uh, to all be together uh, up in Toronto for Digital Leap uh, 2011. Uh, everyone uh, who's here on the call with us, I just want to round out. Uh, uh, and uh, Neil, I'm going to go ahead and uh, introduce uh, the uh, after the break track one. And uh, why don't you, if you want to go ahead and pull it up, uh, go ahead and uh, introduce uh, the uh, track two um, after Salim uh, 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 Somani uh, is going to be uh, speaking. She is your director of digital marketing. She's going to be speaking on the DNA of digital uh, fundraising and why integration is your missing gene. 
Uh, and of course, that's such an important topic that uh, we we share here on the Nonprofit Coach all the time. That none of this uh, really is going to work when it's standalone. Uh, Neil, why don't you uh, share with our listeners uh, who's going to be in that same time slot in Track Two of Digital Leap? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, we're very pleased to have uh, Ryan Miller, who's uh, the Director of Nonprofit Services with CARE2. And uh, she's going to be talking about the role of online advocacy in, in, uh, in finding supporters, not just donors, but supporters. Um, you know, most of us believe that uh, going forward we're going to need to use a recruit and convert st- strategy more than, uh, more than anything else. Um, you know, we we can't always ask for people for money uh, the first time we talk to them or become engaged with them. And so, advocacy, I believe, advocacy is a is a tremendous tool to uh, to use to engage people in in uh, the missions of our not for profit organizations. And so, uh, I'm looking forward very much to her uh, her session. Um, uh, Tess Lim's uh, session on uh, integration is terrific as well. Uh, the the sense that if you build it, they will come uh, really doesn't work uh, as well as we might like. And uh, and so she's going to be talking about how to you know get people to find you uh, in the online space uh, as well. So um, it's going to be hard to choose between those two uh, those two tracks at 2:30 that day. Yeah, it really is. And, and throughout the day, I know that a lot of our guests are going to have a tough time uh, choosing between the tracks. It is uh, a, a, a wealth of, uh, of uh, faculty members here. Uh, Neil, we're going to close out uh, the day uh, with a, a very interesting closing plenary. Why don't you go ahead uh, and, uh, and share a little bit about the closing plenary uh, and why you think this is uh, such a great way, uh, sort of a, a bookend uh, to um, starting off with, uh, uh, with Ms. German, uh, Nicole German, who's going to be with us from LinkedIn in the morning. Well, I have to tell you, I, I interact with a lot of uh, not-for-profit clients, and they are all, all of them, always asking me, how can we connect with younger supporters? Um, you know, we've all relied in our sector on the, on the, on the uh, generosity of uh, older donors through direct mail and so on all these years, and everybody though is looking to how can we connect better with young, younger donors? And uh, Max Valaket is, is, is a leading expert on what motivates uh uh people under 35 uh he he had he uh, built an agency called Youthography which is a research uh, marketing research firm uh he probably knows more about uh you know uh, uh that that uh, younger age group and what motivates them and uh it's action than anybody else and so it's going to be uh, very exciting i think uh to hear his vision of of uh of how not, the not-for-profits can engage with uh, with that younger audience. Yeah, this is so important. Uh, hard to believe that we're almost out of time today, uh, Neil. Uh, so uh, before we uh, start wrapping up the uh, show today, I just run down through uh, for our listeners how they can uh, attend Digital Leap, Digital Leap 2011 in Toronto. Well, all they really have to do is uh, go online to digitalleap.org, uh, they'll find uh, the program there. They'll find a list of the speakers there, and of course, they'll have the ability to uh, to register for the conference. Um, I just want to repeat once again that uh, the the early bird uh, special deal early bird deal closes tomorrow. So I'm hoping that all your listeners who are in the Toronto area will uh, go online right now and make sure they get uh, get registered at the lowest uh, the lowest price possible. Yeah, and Neil, I'm not sure that we did highlight that enough. Um, how much of a discount uh, is it? Uh, there's still uh, more than 24 hours available for uh, our listeners to be able to get the discount uh, at digitalleap.org. Uh, but uh, how much of a discount is that going to be? It's uh, it's a 30% discount. It runs about 60 some dollars, I think, that they can save. Uh, we have a special deal for duels as well. So if you buy two tickets at the same time, that's how you can get your maximum uh, your maximum discount. Uh, it means you can bring someone else from your organization. Maybe maybe invite your boss to come. Maybe to uh, you know invite one of your colleagues to come along. It's a very good deal. A very uh, uh, an excellent faculty as we've seen today, um, and uh, and and it's really very well priced for for the sector. So I'm hoping that people will take the advantage of uh, of the early bird uh, uh, pricing, 
And as you said, uh, they have until tomorrow to save uh, more than 30%. Yeah, and that and that's really uh, that's terrific, and and we are very big, and I think this is bigger than any other conference that I participate in. Uh, we really are very big on team learning here. Uh, we do encourage you to bring someone else from your office, and that's why, as Neil just pointed out, we have created the deepest discounts when there are two people coming from the same organization. And of course, for all of these track one, track two quandaries of which one do I go to, if you bring someone with you, you get a chance to uh, hear all the speakers between the two of you. About, oh, there you go. That's your strategy day. right there. Fantastic. There's your strategy, exactly. That's your first strategy for the day. Uh, Neil, we are out of time, and so I'm going to thank you uh, and all of our guests for joining us today. Uh, thank you to our sponsors uh, who are uh, helping us out with, uh, with the conference this year. Neil, real quick, just run down through the sponsors. Uh, well, we, we, we have to mention uh, Blackboard, who is a platinum sponsor, uh, JMG, who is a gold sponsor, uh, and then we have a whole range of people at the exhibitor level. We're expecting uh, a full uh, full slate of people that uh, that can be uh, uh, that, that all the attendees can visit, uh, from uh, Cornerstone to uh, to Artez and so on. Quickly read the list because we're going to run out of time. Yes, I can't read the list because I don't have the list in front of me. Oh, okay, <laughs> right. No problem. I know we've got uh, Artez, we've got Jalera, and a number of other great folks. Sorry if we missed you today, but we are running out of time. So, uh, Neil, thank you very much for joining us today. And, everyone, don't forget to join us right back here on the Nonprofit Coach, 12 noon next week for the AFP Wiley Radio Show. <laughs> could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.